0: Hey y'all! You're listening to Chicklet and Libations. We're your hosts, Amanda and Tony, and we're bringing you all the best in spicy books that we love to read. This week, we are going to be chatting about Fixer Up by Tessa Bailey, which is the first in a trilogy and stars Georgette Castle and Travis Ford. Thanks for joining us today, and let's dive in. <laughs>
1: We are so happy to have you joining us today. We are um, going to be pairing a drink every time that we discuss a new book, and it's going to be based on our characters, on our storylines. Yes. So we're going to start this one off with what we're calling Georgie Georgie's Crush. Mm-hmm. Um, this one has lemon vodka, pink lemonade, and Seagram's Escape Refreshers. Um it's pretty tasty uh because nice, we made nice started with one of these before we actually got kicked off. So yeah. let's <laughs> dive in. Let's dive in.
0: Cheers. So all right. I loved this book. Yeah, I really liked it too. Um I mean I'm a big fan of Tessa Bailey in general. Yeah.
1: This is the I guess only the second book of hers that I've read, but yep, I and like her her level of spice
0: yeah I think that um we've both read the same two Tessa Bailey (laughs) can you go wrong (laughs) Picks her up and it happened one summer yeah so but yeah I really like her um her writing style because she has a lot of good spice but also there's a little bit of depth to those characters too that she writes that I that I really enjoy too
1: she does a really good job of like actually developing the storyline and not just mm-hmm. it's not just storyline and it's also not just smut like right. it's got a really good balance and yeah i appreciate that because it actually gives me like a foundation for the characters and believability and in their love story mm-hmm. and um i really felt that with these two i mean the 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 heat between them, oh my gosh. I know. I mean, from the get go, calling Travis Ford a uh, a retired well professional baseball. He he wasn't retired on his <laughs> account, but no, he had to be retired because of, of an injury for- but forced retired,
0: yeah, unfortunately. Mr.
1: Two Bats. Two bats. Yeah. <laughs> which is a great nickname. <laughs> and had me
0: laughing out loud I know. when I was reading. She is she's good with those like she's got some really good one liners like Tessa Bailey. She just has some good quippy one-liners. And especially with Georgie, you know, she's more of a I don't I wouldn't really call her I wouldn't necessarily call her nerdy. She's like she's kind of quaint. She's like your quintessential
1: younger sibling. Yeah. You know, like you kind of expect them to get by with things that nobody else would get by with, right? Like anybody else in the world who made money as a party clown Um, (laughs) you know people would kind of look at that and not really know what to believe or what to say Um, but she pulls it off like she pulls and and of course there's more depth to it like she isn't just a party clown she wants she has desires to you know basically be an event planner and and offer all sorts of different services which Mm -hmm. um, you know I just again the depth of of the character actually being able to pull off A main character who's a circus clown, not a circus, but...
0: Who's a party clown for a little kid's (laughs) birthdays. I mean, what a unique, like, (laughs) I don't know. I just feel like with some, like, I don't know, romance books or whatever, you might just have like, oh, like the typical businesswoman or, you know, corporate person, but nope. Tessa just goes right to party clown.
1: Yes. (laughs) And like, how many people can pull that off? I mean, how many people in the world hate or fear clowns right and she made one her rock star I main know. character like and made her I, sexy and I fun know. and flirty and all like, of the things really that you funny, want
0: like yeah really good humor and just i don't know just the way that she carries herself throughout the book but um yeah i liked the uh so i guess if we're talking tropes right with um these like Spicy books, but this is, you know, childhood crush. Yeah. Obviously, I wouldn't necessarily go as far to say childhood friends because Travis is like her older brother's. Close and the friend, crush was very one
1: sided. Like it was very, it was my brother's or my best friend's little sister. Like, yeah. you know, like,
0: oh, yeah, Georgie. Jo- yeah, you know, sleep oh, for under the rug, oh, Georgie. Georgie. She's so cute. Yeah, she's so like doing magic and homely. <laughs> right. back when she was yeah. little so or younger I should say not little but um yeah I don't know I think that I like the um it's not really like role reversal mm-hmm. but it's like I don't know do you know what I'm you know what I'm trying to say like because back when they were younger like she just looked up to him so much. And she, I feel like she kind of had him on this pedestal yeah. a little bit. Yeah. And then when they became adults and then like the, you know, she kind of starts off the book kind of like goes just right into it. You know, Travis is like, he's not doing so hot. He's got, you know, his house is a mess. His life is a mess. And then like, it's Georgie. That's kind of like more, yeah, more put together. And I don't know.
1: Like she has ambitions and she knows what she yeah. wants to do with her life. And Travis thought he knew what he wanted to do with his life. Fate intervened and sidelined him. And then he had to start all over with what does he do now? Like, how do you figure out what it is you're going to do with the rest of your life when your entire life, you thought it was this one thing, right? <clears throat> Which again, depth of character,
0: right? Yeah. Like
1: how perfect <laughs> is that for her to bring in, like that kind of a scenario yeah. um into these characters backgrounds. I know. Yeah, I completely agree. So, we're both younger the youngest siblings of our we are uh in our families and I got to say like when I opened this book from the beginning and she dedicated it to the youngest siblings everywhere, I was like this is going to be my book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So um yeah, same. I just really appreciated, you know, that her being the star. And I know this is the kickoff to a trilogy, so her jumping off that trilogy also mm-hmm. um it makes me just appreciate that.
0: But it's not a trilogy
1: with all the same characters, right? So from what I read, it looks like it's um The Just Us League. So it's Rosie and That's right. Bethany? Um yes. Her. Um and they each get their own story. Yeah, but also the Justice League became much bigger than just them. Uh, I mean, the just the three of them. The three it, of them. It became yeah. more more woman empowerment. Isn't it than that. like
0: called the Hot and Hammered series?
1: I believe that's the I think name it's of it. Like Hot and Hammered. Yeah. Um. So
0: yeah. So yeah. That's right. So Rosie is the wife of the other. Um, Carpenter, the other carpenter that works at Brick contractor, and... not carpenter. Oh, I'd probably do a little carpentry too, but yeah, um, I don't know. At Brick and Morty, right? Yes, um, which is the family business, right? And I love um, a good
1: pun, so I know right? <laughs> using the name because the dad's name is Morty and, and calling it Brick and Morty, like that's such a fun. I know way to use that. Kind of mm-hmm. makes you think about the names that you give your children, right? <laughs> Whenever they try to take that and use it into um, something that they do later in
0: life. Yeah. Um, you a little sleepy?
1: I'm a little bit. I'm sorry. I'm I'm trying not to <laughs> yawn right into the microphone.
0: I didn't hear a thing.
1: But it's not because of this. It's just a lack of sleep this week. Right, yes, no.
0: There was anything but yawning going on while (laughs) reading this book. But um,
1: No, I was like, I was up and just very involved. I think I finished this book in two days, and that's only because work interrupted. Sleep and work interrupted.
0: Yeah, no. I I thought it was fantastic. I think I was right around the same track, maybe like three-ish days or whatever, but I kind of... um, Sometimes when I'm reading, I'll like go on these kicks where I just like read for hours straight. And then other times, like other days, I just, I don't pick up the book at all. And so this book, I mean, if I just like read consistently straight through, this is, you could read this in a day for sure. But I don't. It's, like, it's who really has like time it's, to dedicate an entire yeah. day to reading Yeah okay guilty I not totally on a read, have done that I'm <laughs> on a reading vacation That's another story
1: I'm like I'm calling out of work today So that I can read things Right. Um, also if you're my boss and you're listening to that I'm sorry but there was no She's work waiting kidding. on me I Promise. She's just kidding folks <laughs> No, luckily because I work from home now, like I can work through so like jealous. sick and sleepy and all that kind of stuff. I can take naps on my lunch break and stuff like that. So What is that? I know. Like? I you know, I'm <laughs> I'm very very um
0: grateful that I can have that. I will say I don't work from home, but I do live like 4 minutes from work, so I go home almost oh, every so single nice. day on my lunch break. Yeah. <laughs> And I have definitely had a few times where I've nodded off a little bit during my lunch hour, but oh yeah, it's so um, easy. So even that is like a treat, <laughs> but we digress. Um, <clears throat> so can we talk about, uh, just like right out of the gate, Travis, like rarely calls Georgie by her name. It's always baby girl. I, you know what? I never would have thought that I would have liked that nickname because I
1: feel like, right. It's so childlike sometimes, but I don't, he pulls it off. He calls your baby girl and I'm like, swoon. Yes, (laughs) Travis. If if I were around in the 1800s when people actually physically swooned, I would have done
0: that. Um, (laughs) Because I was around during the Bridgerton time period. (laughs) Exactly. I would be swooning all over the place. No, I, uh, that's one of the things I had written down. Like one of the first things I jotted down was just the whole baby girl nickname. It's just something that I think is so endearing. And it's like, it's not even that he started calling her that like when they became more romantic or like when they, after like the first time they had sex, no, it was right from the beginning Yeah, when he didn't have any romantic feelings for her, um, just always baby girl. And I'm like, I like that, you know, it kind of makes you think like. Okay, like what kind of like nickname pet name what I want like yeah. my future partner to call me um because like you said it wouldn't be my go-to one Yeah exactly but like, like if somebody actually <laughs> called me
1: that I'd I don't know. In real life, would I roll my eyes at that or would I be like, you, you pulled that off and nailed it. Okay. Now you get to nail me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You nailed that and now you
1: nail me. Thank you kindly.
0: (laughs) Thank you. Please come again.
1: (laughs) I don't know. I have a feeling, um, my guy is just going to have to be used to me calling him Anthony Bridgerton. And if he's not Not okay okay with that, then
0: (laughs) Sorry, not the book we're talking about. I'm sorry, but
1: <clears throat> can I well, get me some Jonathan
0: Bailey? I'm gonna use some Anthony Bridgerton, yes, but let's not forget Brendan from It Happened One Summer.
1: Yeah, like mega crush on that guy. We've got Holy to cow. talk about that book on this podcast. We will. I'll, we'll, we'll have, all have to circle back around. If you love Tessa Bailey,
0: stay tuned because we will definitely be just diving into that, more yeah. of her stuff. I think it's one that we should probably like, we'll probably save it to discuss in a summer month just yeah. because it is like your quintessential summer. Exactly. Read and and I love so it. hot. But yeah, so I came hot. away from that book being like I
1: wish Brandon were my boyfriend, right? right. Like so much. <sighs> it's, it's just said, like I didn't mean furry. Brandon. I think I said Brandon, but it's, it's okay. I'm we, still we, coming oh off of a cold, we so are a little. <laughs> <laughs> we're not going to hold it against you, yeah. Tony, don't okay. worry. I mean, can he hold it
0: um, <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so we <laughs> So we are talking about Travis and, um, two bats calling. So she has a little bit of thing, a little bit of a thing for her nicknames, Tessa, you know, she's got him yeah. calling her baby girl, but
1: Everybody she never, knows him.
0: every knows, everyone knows him as two bats Yeah, and like, I think Georgie mentions it maybe like a couple of times, but it's not like she calls Travis two bats or anything like that, but it's kind of a nice little quirky thing about this book um so yeah that was one of the things that I really enjoyed um being kind of like thrown in there throughout was his his nicknames for her um yeah you have a lot of notes over there yeah I took a lot of
1: notes (laughs) because I just wish I could say that my memory was great but it's not uh so I have to rely on my poorly written notes (laughs) um yeah, I just, there was just so much about this. Like, like the sisterhood amongst the girls and the Justice League, like, all forming when none of them kind of knew that they were kind of each going through their own things. Yeah. Rosie's married and yeah. having troubles in her marriage. Her marriage. Bethany was <laughs> she kind was, of one night
0: standing it all yeah. over town, right? If but I, her, she was also really wanting to... Take the reins on a renovation project, she wanted to be a a boss babe mm-hmm. and good for her I yeah, mean, absolutely. Like, I feel like you know we're both currently single right now, and I feel like we are both very independent women and are kind of along those same lines like we we do our own thing, like we take you know take charge of certain things that we want to accomplish and so i did I did really like that about Bethany. And she tried to kind of go against like um maybe the assumption. I don't know if like assumption is the right word, but like her outward appearance because yeah. she was doing just like the staging. She was yeah, staging was like the staging interior material. design yeah. part.
1: But she's like, I want to pick up a hammer. And I just yeah, yeah. And she's like, she
0: wants to like flip a house, essentially. Yep. Um and, and she's
1: fighting her brother who's running the yep. company now and he's uh, very adamant that she stay in her own lane of interior design while he handles the quote-unquote manly stuff. Right. Which is so annoying. It's like, look, not annoying. every woman wants to swing a hammer, but there are women who want to. Yeah, for sure. And the people who do, they
0: should get the opportunity. Right. I mean, like, look at Joanna Gaines. See what she does.
1: Like, I know.
0: I think she's she's... Probably swung many a hammers. Like, she's not just... I don't know. Chip, Chip's
1: favorite thing is Demo Day, isn't it? Yeah,
0: it's true. <laughs>
1: so I have to let the cat out of the bag on this one. Again, if you're following this, um, you're going to hear spoilers. So I hope you're joining us for the ride and you don't care what we divulge. Yes, hopefully
0: you've um, read it along with us.
1: But can we please talk about Dale? Because... <laughs> I, oh, Dale from the get go, loved Dale, like <laughs> her crying out, Dale, in her dream, <laughs> when Travis <laughs> is right there and he gets all bent out of shape about it, which is, I think probably the first time that we really see him showing that interest, that romantic interest in Georgie, I think is when he realizes yeah. I got jealous after she called out some other guy's name,
0: right? Cause she was over there cleaning, right? Mm -hmm. She's cleaning his house. She got really tired. Yeah. So she ended up falling asleep on his bed and like, and then he just like kind of walks in and she's like, oh Dale in the middle
1: of her sleep. And he is like all bent (laughs) out of shape about it and freaking out that she's with some guy named Dale. And then it all comes around when he starts acting all macho with, when Pete, the other contractor comes in to give her a quote on the mantle Yep. Um, on getting her mantle fixed and he, Travis gets all upset about it about having Pete there and then he's like what is it between Pete and Dale and all these guys this like <laughs> roster that Georgie's building up and then she like right in front of Pete she's like <laughs> Which totally like
0: set him Spoiler off. Spoiler alert: <laughs> Dale is her vibrator.
1: Oh my gosh,
0: I just Not love that whole scene person. though because
1: he started All like
0: reeling from it. I know, and it was like it was as soon as he heard her say like Dale, it was like a little bit of a possessive side, yeah, awakened, yep. and he was like, yeah. And what he's, is this? Do he's, I have actually romantic? Yeah, for I was going to say he's actually like really confused by it at first because okay. he's always just seen her as you know his best friend's little sister yep. and he's never viewed her in that way um and all of a sudden it it just all she had to do is say the name of her by vi- her vibrator there yes you know. now i will say i have never thought before about naming oh a vibrator
1: it's mine's <laughs> totally simple right bob like battery operated boyfriend <laughs> that's <laughs> I feel like that one's pretty common or at least that, that's what i used to call my first one and i guess everyone has just been that <laughs> after afterwards but bob. Um, okay. bob yeah totally find something more interesting maybe yeah. call it travis i don't know <laughs> mr ford <laughs> mr very proper it's
0: mr ford I mean,
1: i'm sorry i might start go adding for that, mr in honestly, there mr. like mr ford i get a little like
0: right yes sir it's just like a little bit it's just like takes that heat up a little notch it's there like a
1: military girl in me like because i was i grew up in a military household yeah. so we had to say yes ma'am yes sir like no sir whatever yeah so i just always thought that was like a sign of respect but i don't know as i'm older like i could totally see using that in
0: behind the bedroom I, door. i type think that talk yeah if you if you're looking Pizza. for like a what do they call it? Like a very like a dominant and a submissive yeah. relationship or power play kind of thing. They um, almost require you, right? If you're in that yeah, role you, to say, if you're, you know, if the woman is the more submissive one, then it's like, oh yeah, Mr. Ford.
1: Which is so weird because like the Dom thing is not really my cup of tea, my not yeah. my preference, but I don't know, like the respectfulness or like the playfulness of, you know, yeah. diluting that into such a romantic thing and not just a military salute yes ma'am yes sir but yeah. like oh yes sir like i think that i know there's a flirty aspect to it that i like
0: i don't yeah the whole like dom and submissive doesn't really appeal to me necessarily either i think it was it for me it would be more of like oh if you're like newlyweds and you're like oh mr ford like you come exactly home and you're, like trying to you know like or at, up, at hey, that point, on Mrs. Ford, right? Because yeah, then when you get married, and goes you get right that name changed. And like, Yeah, like Mrs. Ford, like that, i would not going to lie, that would be a huge yeah. turn on for me.
1: I'd be like, Here's my panty. Thank you, sir. <laughs> See? Thank you, sir. <laughs> I just did it again. I wasn't even planning that. To the floor. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> drop it like it's hot.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I
1: don't Classic. even know. Do we have to give Classic like. Song. M- royalty or something for me using that in the
0: only if you play the song <laughs> not if you're no. saying the title <laughs> um, um yeah so um you old, know good old dale
1: yeah good old dale he uh trusty companion <laughs> yeah and doesn't
0: does dale come up later
1: mm. does he come up he's always up. He's a piece of vibrator i'm sorry oh.
0: um like, no. I'm trying to remember Doesn't if he comes up have, at any point after
1: those they two. Use,
0: the usedale? Oh, my gosh. I would have to flip through the last couple of chapters. I,
1: I don't I remember recall. that.
0: It's been a little while since we both read this book. Yeah,
1: it's been a couple <laughs> of months. We, we took notes. Illness but, got in the way. Yes. Yeah, stupid COVID.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: But, um... Yeah, I don't remember them using it at at any point. But if we're going to be keeping on the spice train, like, should we talk about either the dugout scene or the limo scene? or Yeah,
0: all of the above. Or the The kitchen
1: when I thought he was getting a meal and he did not, which I got really upset about because I was like, the entire story set up for him to have that dinner on the kitchen island and it did not happen that way. And I was so bummed. I was like, oh,
0: it's one of my favorite. Yeah. Um, let's talk the dugout scene. Yeah. Because I have that. I had that written down when I was reviewing my notes earlier. Oh my gosh. I. I don't. I don't know about you, but honestly, that was probably one of my favorite parts of the story. Um, because she got him to go out there and just be a hundred percent authentically right. Travis Ford. Playing not, the game, not trying to show off playing for the anybody. game that he loved. Yeah, exactly. Back to basics. And, um, you know, before his injury and before all of the, I don't know, he's just like, he got injured. Yes. But then it kind of just, it threw him into that downward spiral. And he was kind of doubting that there was any more substance to him aside from like, Oh, you know, two bats. Yep. Um, and his womanizing, you know, Previous years and that reputation Did follow him throughout the story Um and a couple times that did Kind of like you know Not not necessarily get in the way Of their relationship but it definitely Like bothered Georgie some Um but yeah The dugout scene Like oh my gosh and of course She threw in rain Yeah like how could you not
1: <laughs> But like she built him up as a man first Like yeah like not in like a misogynistic way, but like yeah. a, like this is where your heart is and we just, let's get you back to basics. And then once she kind of reached that level with him, there, there was like a trust and there was a depth there yeah. that allowed them to explore mm-hmm. together in the dugout. But <laughs> like they wouldn't, I don't know that they that from scene zero would to have been so intense quick. if she hadn't been able to get through to him in that way and I don't remember that. I don't recall that her idea of taking him out there actually had anything to do with
0: that outcome. Like I don't, that wasn't her plan. Honestly. No, I think her sole plan was just to like get him to hold a bat again and hit a ball. And, um, and once like she was able to achieve that, it's like, then all of the barriers were down. Like she had completely broken through. And like you said, like their trust was really like solidified, um, during that, during that scene. Um, and just like their emotional bond, like I feel like grew by leaps and bounds that, <laughs> with that scene. And yeah. of course they're physical bonded too. Yeah,
1: <laughs> definitely. like, Ooh, they really know how to come together. For, <laughs> no pun intended. Maybe pun intended. bump. <laughs> We need to add that in
0: somehow. That'd be awesome. Do you even smut, bro? <laughs> I love that. We come back to that. <laughs> that is
1: something we'll, that Amanda we'll circle and I came up to, to when we were just talking about the ideas and dreams that we had for this podcast, and it just came up in conversation ever since we've been saying that. So
0: it's yeah. It was. Do you even smut, bro? And um, do you even podcast, bro? Yeah. We had a we have a couple little lines there. By the way, sorry if you hear my dog's collar in the background. He's just wanting a little of attention. I mean, she okay. doesn't. Cute little Tanner, little fluffy tail. Um, Yeah, so dugout. Yeah, probably my favorite scene to read. Um, now there was also the limo scene. The limo scene. It's pretty hot. I mean, I are they just doing it everywhere other than the bedroom? Apparently. Like. <laughs> because wasn't there only, like, one or two scenes where it was actually in the bedroom? Like yeah, the I bed? mean,
1: there was, like, when she fell asleep in his bed. Yeah. And then, but nothing happened. So there was, like, you know, it alluded to bedroom stuff happening. And then I think we got, like, one bedroom scene out of all of it, which I'm okay with. Like, yeah. like not all sex has to happen in the bedroom, absolutely. Yeah. like. You know, maybe I I don't know that I would ever be brave enough to do it in a dugout just in case
0: somebody. (laughs) I mean, I mean, it's public, but (laughs) I guess you were a little like shielded because you're in the actual like dugout little like.
1: I'll be real honest. I've got some conspiracy theory type stuff in my own life, but I have this paranoia, if you will, about drawing (laughs) droids.
0: Oh, droids like from Star no. Wars. No, drones. <laughs> I have to cut all that out.
1: All that. Speaking um, of cut, drones. I think you're cut <clears throat> off. No. This <laughs> is only number two. No. Is this number three? You like, refilled me, so well, it might refilled. be number three. Um, like, drones. <laughs> drones. You mean like yeah. C3 people? <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm
0: sorry. Drones, like you never know when Is those Luke drones Skywalker are around, People are doing bopping around, <laughs> or are we talking Anakin days? Because it depends like what droid was around.
1: I don't know, but drones. maybe maybe that should be the name of your vibrator. Like, see, <laughs> <laughs> maybe you need a lightsaber a vibrator.
0: Saber, call yeah, him saber. Let's call him saber. saber. So get you, have this, there you, go. you have this irrational fear that if you did it in public, a yeah. drone was a drone would totally. be up there,
1: and then it would be plastered all over <laughs> all of the <laughs> sex sites. Like <laughs> you're welcome. There she is having sex. No, yes, I do. I have that irrational fear that okay. somebody is all that there's a drone everywhere that. Could easily be picked up or That's hacked or something. Forever
0: saved in a cloud yeah. for the rest of your life.
1: Or I mean, how many people have like cameras on their front porches
0: and stuff? And like Well, like everybody has a ring camera.
1: Yeah. So how far can that extend? And That's where what is she said.
0: This <laughs> <park>? <laughs> But where is this I park mean, in conjunction to, you know? I like to like, think <laughs> that the park was a little bit just like out in the country a little bit. I don't know. I that's a very it's a very interesting perspective. Uh
1: You know, they this is like I said,
0: conspiracy drones things. slash droids.
1: Also, I don't really know how many people want to record me having sex. I mean, it's
0: not even a logical thought. <laughs> I'm sure there's plenty of weirdos out there that. The, oh,
1: it takes a weirdo, huh? To have sex with me <laughs> to record it? No, no not,
0: not that. I meant just like want to record and watch it yeah. after the fact. <laughs> Um no, I don't I, mean, I don't like, know why I'm all I weird be, about that, but I am. I you know, I'm not gonna rule out doing it in public somewhere, but um yeah, it's a very interesting point. So there aren't any drones in fixer up. <laughs> or droids. <laughs> or droids for that matter. Um
1: <laughs> I can't believe I said that.
0: <laughs> that was funny. I'm honestly. gonna say that's like the
1: medicine brain talking. I was like,
0: is she going with
1: it? Yeah, Troy, okay. okay. Yeah, like... Pew, 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 and pew. I was just, like, kind of going with it, too. I was like, okay, yeah. <clears throat> you know, they're shooting stuff. No. Shooting. I'm just I'm going gonna gonna to let that just <laughs>
0: fall away. <laughs> just let that fizzle on out. So what else do you have on that? List?
1: Yeah, I mean, I have a ton of notes here. Um, Like, I got really, really upset when... Uh, I don't know. It was fairly close to the beginning when Bethany was so condescending to Georgie about like her profession and yeah. like not taking her seriously. And again, like I think that my um, frustration with that stems from my own experience because mm-hmm. I'm the youngest of four. And I mean, for years and years, like my <coughs> siblings would talk over me because yeah. I. I'm the youngest, like what, what do I possibly have to add to conversation? I can't possibly know all the things that they have known in their older years, you know, et cetera. And, and a lot of that is literally just comes with the title of being the younger sibling. I'm sure that my siblings never meant it to be the way that I perceived it, but I certainly did perceive it. I, I had a lot of my years that I felt like that in my life. And so that hit, very close to home for me. Mm -hmm. Just kind of the siblings that are just like, uh, poo pooing on her dreams and ambitions and stuff.
0: So it
1: was really good to see Bethany kind of turn around on that. And then Mm -hmm. like, Hey, let's support each other in this. And, and that's one of the reasons that I love that just us league that they formed. Um, because it does, it gives, it gives everybody a, a way and a reason to shine in what they want. It's not like we're all going to the same goal. It's just, we're all supporting each other. In exactly. their goals. Yeah. And I really, really thought that that was um, empowering and, and yeah. great for all of those women.
0: Yeah. No, I love, I love that. I love your <clears> take <throat> on that. And kind of like, kind of on the same wavelength as that, because um, of course I'm, you know, the youngest as well. I'm the youngest of three and my siblings are five and seven years older than me. And so for the longest time, the running joke was even well into my adult years. Um, every time my birthday would come around, my siblings would be like, it's your birthday. What are, what are you like? 12? Like yeah. it's always like, aren't you like 12? Yeah. Like every single year. And so mm-hmm. like the parts in the book where, you know, Georgie's siblings, especially like, is it Steven? It's Steven, Steven. Isn't it? her older brother. Just kind of like you just always hold that position as the youngest yeah. sibling. Like, no matter how old you are, you're always the baby. You're always the baby, right. and like just never quite taken as seriously yeah. as you should be, like, as you deserve. And I think with Georgie, she had like kind of dual things working against her, one being the youngest and two, her primary career was a party clown. Right. right. So, it's right. Not <laughs> so how
1: like do a, you take a clown serious? A career right.
0: that just evokes like seriousness. Yeah. Um, so I really related to that. And then, um, and kind of like going off of what you said, um, just a little while ago about your own experiences with your siblings and being the youngest. Um, I feel like for me, at least with my sister, because we're five years apart. I'm sorry. <laughs> Don't be laughing. I'm sorry. I'm not laughing at your pain. I just, <laughs> I just wasn't expecting to look up and see you sticking something up your nose. Okay, that makes it
1: sound like it's drugs. Okay, it's just like a sinus <laughs> inhaler so that I'm not sorry, its w- sniffling for all of it's, y'all.
0: <laughs> it's not illegal drugs, folks. It is... Somewhere along the lines of, I mean, it's over the counter
1: and it's
0: (laughs) it's aromatherapy. So clear those sinuses. Um, No, anyway, this is what I was saying. (laughs) What (laughs) was um, my sister and I were five years apart, and that's a really (laughs) difficult. Now we're now she's throwing things, folks. She's throwing the drugs on the floor now. (laughs) Just kidding. Just to get very clear. There are no drugs being done.
1: Also, here. I promise I won't always be this chaotic on our <laughs> podcast. Just, you know, there, we've been passing ill sicknesses back and forth, it seems. <laughs> it's
0: okay. Um, so five-year gap. Yes. It's kind of a really difficult gap, at least in my experience. Um, my sister and I, like, fought constantly growing up. And, um, I mean, she was always too cool for me like 5 years like yeah. I always wanted to hang out with like her and her best friend and all this stuff and um we just we never got along we were always fighting and um we're also like extremely similar too and so like while yes that can be good and you have a lot of things in common we're both very like strong Hard-headed people and <laughs> both have our father's temper and like can get angry very quickly. And, um, but I would say about probably like three or four, maybe like three and a half, four years ago, we finally like actually became friends. Like it took that long to become friends with, you know, yeah. my five year older sibling. Um, but, but yeah, I think it's, just kind of coming back around to Georgie's relationship with her siblings and just to her family in general. Um, Speaking of that, I liked, I really kind of liked the dinner scene um, when she had Travis over for family dinner.
1: And he stood up for her. Like, like not that she needed him to fight (laughs) her battles, but like she was struggling to be heard. Yes, And he helped her to be heard. And I Mm -hmm. thought, oh, that was such a powerful scene. Mm -hmm. I I even wrote about that one. When yeah. he was just like her, family was whole. Was just dismissing her, and he was like, Again, "This isn't not taking happen. her seriously." Right. My heart leaped out of my chest during yeah. that scene. Did I you catch like, it? Ah. Yeah, that sounded really awkward. I- <laughs> <No>. <laughs> ah. um,
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, it honestly just kind of sounded like <clears throat> Snow White in the beginning of that. That's song. what it was. I was singing to ah, all the animals. Oh wait, no, in the that's forest. not. That's not what I just saying. That was Enchanted. Is uh, that Snow White or Enchanted?
1: <laughs> You're getting all your metaphors mixed up. That's what I'm it is. Sorry. You're like, I'm going to reference this, and I'm going to say this. <laughs>
0: oh, My God. <bad. laughs> Big Disney fan here. Um.
1: <laughs> then you should know which one it is. No, I think. No, it when was she like, comes out, ah, she's like, ah, ah, "That's Enchanted, isn't don't it? Don't they both do it? I thought that was also in Snow White. Snow White comes. Oh my gosh, Snow White's like 80 years old. I don't even know anymore.
0: Right, but they both like have a thing with animals and birds <laughs> yes. and. Yeah. Forest creatures. Anyways, <laughs> again, we digress. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, if you're listening to this podcast, you're just going to have to get used to it because this yeah, is tangents. what it's going to be like. <laughs> We're going to run tangents all over the place. But the dinner scene, the dinner scene, Um, she wasn't being taken seriously. And he just like went to bat for her.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he used one of his bats. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, <clears throat> but yeah, no, I was like that's extremely attractive, incredibly attractive trait to
1: have. I I almost feel like we're in a place in the world right now where a lot of, I'm not going to say all because I know it's not all, but a lot of women, um, they're not interested in the traditional guy standing up for them. Right. Like, Mm -hmm. like any of that, like I can fight my own battles and I can do this and I can do that. And I'm like, while I agree you can, like, I find that it's incredibly um, empowering Mm -hmm. to have somebody on my side, to have somebody who's not willing to say the hard things. Right. Did I say not willing? Willing. Yeah. It's willing, is willing to say, is willing to say the hard things on my behalf. Like, like, yes, I can do it, but if somebody else is there and can help me and pick up the load, like that's ultimately what it is, for me, like yeah. that's what a relationship is, right? Like, no, I don't expect him to say something every single time, and I might even get annoyed if you try to say something every single time, right? But, just but just if to I'm have that struggling intuition to be
0: heard, right? Of like knowing your mm. your partner like that intimately to know, right. okay, it's time. It's she needs me. Basically, is what he intuitively collected from that whole scenario. Is yeah. he's like she needs you know, she needs me on her side right now. Like this is really important to her. I can see that. So I'm going to step up. Yeah. Um, No, I think I, I completely agree. And like the whole, like you said, the whole like stereotypical gender roles or whatever for me, because I am so independent and because I've been on my own for my whole life (laughs) um, into adulthood, it's like, I'm like looking forward to the days when I can just like let, you know, my partner, boyfriend, husband, you got this. You can step up and take the reins because I just can't deal with my family at the moment. Like, and they just take over.
1: Sure. I'm independent and strong enough and, and I've got my own mind and I've got my own thoughts and I can do all of those things, but it is nice to not have to. It is nice to be able to share that. I long for the days
0: when I can just,
1: like... And, you know, I almost wonder if that's one of the things as, like, a younger... Especially for both of us, right? Both of us are the youngest single Mm -hmm. sibling. And in my case, all of my siblings have been married. Um, And so, like, in a way, I have watched and learned some from their experiences. Mm -hmm. And some of the stuff that I'm, like... I don't want to be that like that. Or I do want to be like that. Right. Like I can kind of weigh that and I've I've been able to do that as the youngest sibling for all my life. But I feel like for, I'm 38 now and for a very large part of my life, every conversation when I would see not just my siblings and family, people I hadn't seen in a long time, it was always the, why are you still single? Like, why haven't Mm -hmm. you found somebody or who are you dating? And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, if I was dating somebody, like, I would tell you. You wouldn't have to ask me. Like, I would be so right. elated about it. If I, I was dating somebody good. like please
0: share that information. Yeah, I'm with not people. withholding
1: anything from you. Right. You don't have to point me out and ask me and make me feel bad for not being with somebody oh, yeah. when I really want to be in a relationship. Yeah. But it was very much like, I'm also not just willing to put up with this or put up with this or I'm looking for this, you know, I'm not going to settle for less than this. Right. And <clears throat> so, but because I, because I have been single for all these years, I don't know if my siblings still feel like that's one less place that I've grown up in their eyes.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't have kids. I don't have a spouse, but I bought my house when I was 24. I've been working at the same company for 15 years. Yeah. I like, I have longevity. I have maturity. I have growth, Of
0: course, but I
1: don't have a spouse and I don't have kids. Like that's not the measure of a person.
0: No. And it's like, it's so, it's so easy to, f- to fall into that though. Yeah. To feel like that is the measure. Right.
1: Cause society is all telling us you're your like nothing. If you're not with somebody adult worth. Yeah. I'm, I'm a damn strong, confident woman. Like hell yeah. If you're not adding to my life, I'm not adding you to my life. <laughs> like pre Okay. Hashtag that no. <laughs> mic drop. Like uh. for real, like, I mean, I'm sorry. Just <clears throat> come into my life and be my partner. Don't come into my life and be my child. Right or be my parent. I don't want to take care of you Mm -hmm. like in
0: that way. Like, trust me, no, I want, I'll, I want to take care of my husband. Let me, let me just make that abundantly clear. Um, but no, I don't want to baby you. Like I'm not going to baby you like in enrichment, you know, like to find that person that enriches your life and you can Grow and go on to do like amazing things together and accomplish goals yeah. together as equal,
1: right? Partners. Like Georgie and Travis. Did. Exactly. See, we like may have gone on a rabbit trail, but it kind of loops it. back in all the way back, <laughs> all, all the way. Back. I don't. I guess it's just one of the. This is one of those topics. You know, the the main character was written so well in that perspective that yeah. it was really, really easy to relate to her. Both mm-hmm. of us in so many Extremely. ways, but, but also very realistic. Like it felt very real to me.
0: Oh, for sure. And like kind of, again, backing <clears throat> off of what you were just talking about there, um, like being the youngest, you grow up and you get to watch and witness your older siblings do everything before you hit all of these milestones before you. So like right. for me, both of my siblings, they got married right out of college. They, you know, we all went to high school, graduated high school, and then boom, went directly to college and we all did four year bachelor programs. Um, and they, you know, my brother married his high school sweetheart. They've been together since they were 17. They got married when they were like 21, 22. And then my sister, very similarly, um, she met her husband freshman year of college and then they got married the summer after they graduated. So again, she was 21 And she was having her first kid, um, before their first anniversary, you know, they got married in August and she had, um, you know, their first, their first child, um, the next May. And so, and they, both my siblings each have four kids. And so I would be lying if I said that it was just, like, super easy and a breeze for me to just sit back and watch them do, like, all of these huge life milestones. Right. Like, and just kind of move into this whole other realm of life and living. Um, And then, you know, for me, I've struggled with just feeling like I'm just stuck. You know, I'm stuck in this, like, I'm just stuck in the... Not stuck in the past, but stuck in this perpetual kind of waiting season. Um, And that's like one thing that I really love about Georgie's character is she never viewed it that way. Yeah. She never did.
1: No, she was just like, okay, I'm going to make it happen for me and to hell with all of them and their opinions and beliefs. Mm -hmm. But, and two, like to see that, that Bethany and, and Stephen, her siblings also had their own struggles. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not to say that Georgie was the only one out of the family who was feeling something. She just was feeling cast aside, really. Right. You know, but Bethany was struggling. She wanted to have a voice in the company and she wanted to mm-hmm. to expand her profile and, and do more. And Stephen was thwarting all of that. And yeah. Stephen was basically under the thumb of his wife. <laughs> like, she yeah. was kind of controlling him in all of those ways. So everybody really had something their own thing that was you know withholding them in some way but it but yeah like you still go forward you don't just let all those things just stop you and right exactly um so see you can get empowerment and love they don't have to be separate
0: together right you can and in fact like I might even go as far as to say that's the goal to find that. (laughs) And now I know this is a fictional (laughs) book,
1: but that doesn't mean that that part of it is fiction. Like, you can have both. I mean, maybe you don't actually have a Georgie out there. and Maybe there's not actually a Travis out there, although I would venture to say there is one of both of them, at least, out in this world.
0: Um, At least.
1: But, no, I just loved her being a spitfire. I loved how she challenged him. She forced him out of his slump and, like, what did she, like, start off throwing like fried rice or something at him or low mane at his yeah, head while like he's sleeping? Like, get off lo your lo ass. Needles. Like, stop being, <laughs> stop just laying here and wasting your life. Like, you have so much to live for, which is just so nice. I mean, just yeah, a great way to, like, jump that off that.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: She's going to help. But the first sign that he showed where he was like, oh, we're just going to. I'm going to brush this under the rug because it's Steven's little sister and, and I don't want to get involved and I'm not going to go over there. And then what happened? She was like, okay, fine. You don't want to help me. I'll call somebody else. Yeah. And she called somebody else and Travis got all sorts of
0: (laughs) bent out of shape. Yeah, right. He did. And good for her. Right. She wasn't going to just wait around. Right. Like, no. Yeah. And that's something that's like so good for me to like the, again, like to, for me to take as a reminder as like, I'm not just going to, Wait for these, like, lackluster guys yep. that I've dated in the past to, like, get a clue or come around. Like, I've given them so much benefit of the doubt yeah. that they never deserved in the first exactly. place. And you cannot just wait for somebody to just, like, have that light bulb <clears throat> moment. Like, no. I've learned through a lot of trial and error in the past couple of years um, that, no, I, I need, I'm going to meet somebody that, the light's already on. Yes. <laughs> He's already, the light bulb is on and it's working yep. and it's really bright. Like, no, I'm not, I'm not waiting for Yeah,
1: that. And also like, like as soon as he starts saying no, we're showing that disinterest, like, okay,
0: move on. I, I
1: don't need you. I no. can literally get all this done. I will find somebody else. And yeah. then he either realizes what he missed or he moves on and you move on. And mm-hmm. better for the both of you when it comes that down to that.
0: Exactly. Um I was just looking at my notes to see if there was anything else that I had jotted down. Um and let's I, I kind of want to talk about the fact that Georgie got to like lose her virginity to somebody that she's known for like her whole life. Like as opposed yeah. to just some like random one night stand or you meet some guy at a bar and yeah, you're both like totally smashed and you go, and you lose your virginity, like it was I history, but it was also somebody she trusted. Yeah. Like even
1: if they weren't planning on being yeah. together forever, like she trusted him.
0: Yeah. And I think so that, I think that's huge. Like to be able to experience that for your first time. Um, and not just like somebody you've only, like I said, known for one night or even known for, like, only six months, you know? I don't know. I kind of liked that aspect. Yeah. Because not all of Tessa Bailey... I forgot when we were talking about in the beginning that we were saying we only have each read two Tessa Baileys. I've actually read three. I keep forgetting that I also read... I know. That I also read um, My Killer Vacation. Oh, that's right. Which is also really good. Um, But... She doesn't... Yeah, she doesn't always write books about, you know, the female lead l- losing her virginity. Right. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, that was like... It was a good topic. It was. I felt like there was... Just all around, there's some wholesomeness to Georgie that I kind of related to a little bit.
1: Yeah, you know, there was this scene in the book that um, I was not familiar with. Okay, so apparently this movie, Fear... That she brought up where there was a roller coaster scene, and like apparently that was Georgie's kind of first experience in porn. I'm using that loosely because it wasn't really, I mean, it's all left to the imagination, really. But um, <clears throat> she made this comment that like all the girls in her age, basically, this was a movie that they all were like excited about going on roller coasters for. And I had never seen that movie, and so I didn't know what it was. So I yeah. absolutely looked it up. Have you looked it up? Have you seen this? Okay. So um, for anybody else who does not know about this scene, uh, Mark Wahlberg and Reese Witherspoon, super young. I think this came out in the 90s at some point. I don't know when in the 90s, but it came out in the 90s. And uh, I guess he's courting her. I didn't see the whole movie. I just literally went and looked for the clip. clip, Um, And I guess maybe like from what I could tell maybe there's like a possessive streak that kind of happens. And that's why it's called fear. Like it kind of leads into that. But, uh, but this was basically, they went on a roller coaster and she puts his hand up her skirt, and oh. he just fingers her right there on the ride as she's like going up and down the roller coasters uh, and just like having this amazing experience. And I'm like, I, I don't know if that's the best way to try that out, but I'm kind of like want to know what's
0: happening. Dangerous. I mean, again, like drones. Of, okay. okay they take those like, photos in the roller coaster. See, okay. Your brain went to drones. My medical... <laughs> background. For those of you that don't know, I am a nurse of eight and a half years. I'm thinking like, how do you not like go too far when you're going up and down, up and down, like, and like, um, injury. (laughs) That's what I was thinking. Like, well, because they're like strapped
1: in, they have harnesses and everything. Yes.
0: But if you're going up and down, if something is inside and you do a dramatic, abrupt, fall downwards how does the inertia not go opposite and go up further well he's just like this
1: like (laughs) he's
0: i'm sorry i'm trying to show amanda
1: up a skirt yeah but he's just like they're sitting next to each other yeah and so he's got his hand on her thigh and then she just moves it closer and closer and then he's like this like his hand, I don't know. I feel like he break his hand or something. But well, if that, anything, too, while we're on the topic, he'd kind of be sitting on that broken when he broke a down. digit. Yeah. So what is the movie called again? Fear. Fear. Yeah. Okay. She made a reference to it and I was like, I, I feel do not really bad remember that apparently all the girls in quotes uh, from her generation know this. And I'm like, how do I not know this? Okay. So, so I straight up-, up had to go and look okay, it up. Okay. So you watched that I theme. watched it on YouTube. Yeah.
0: It's on YouTube. Okay. Yeah. I yeah might have to. Look it
1: up. I'll uh, share it with you if you <laughs> I probably can find it. It's got to be in my search history because <laughs> I
0: already you, looked it up. Because you looked it up. So. <laughs>
1: Excuse me. Yeah. So, um, anyways, oh. I thought that was really interesting because she was like, "That's like the." She one was like, "There's a computer seen. behind me. I can go look at porn on the computer, yeah. but I'm just gonna rewind and watch this scene eight times or whatever." <laughs> and that was yeah. like this experience she had the first time getting herself off, which I just thought was really funny. <laughs> you never know what's gonna be somebody's first time, right? Like you just kind of go with
0: it. Exactly. Could be Dale. It could be Wahlberg. <laughs> it could be. You just you just Dale. never never know. Uh yeah. Anything else on your uh, list of Dale. notes? Yeah, I mean that you wanted to bring up.
1: Again, like I I'm going to have to write slower when I take
0: notes. You can read your handwriting. Because
1: I was so into the book that I was just scribbling my notes because I didn't want to yeah. forget, but I also wanted to keep reading. Mm. So I'm looking back at my notes and I'm like, what is this word? I don't even know. Um <laughs> So I guess um one of the things that that I did not like about the book.
0: Yes. Let's have it. The
1: proposal scene.
0: Okay. And again,
1: this is a spoiler alert. Um, but at the end he, Travis, he issues his proposal on, in the middle of an interview that he's Mm -hmm. doing on live television. Yeah. And he's like, it's so cliche. And it's a, I didn't it's find a it cliche. romantic because I felt like it was so cliche. And then he literally proposes to her all these miles away. Like yeah. he's on a screen. She's in her house. It's there's so there's just too much different distance for that to happen. Mm-hmm. And so they go to each other. Right. Like she's like, oh, I have to go see him. So her brother, I think, takes yes, her. Steven. Yeah. They get they load up the car and like start heading that way. And there's all this traffic. And then they get
0: out of the car and they. She finds him... seemed a little, like, chaotic and then, like... It was
1: so much going on. It was, like, too much going on to wrap it up. Yeah. Yeah, because it was, like, everybody's stuck in traffic on this major highway. And so she gets out of the car and he's on the phone and he's like, wait, where are you? And finds out he's, he's literally on the other side of the highway, like... I get it. It's totally rom-com material that right there. Yeah. Like, I mean, I feel like I've seen that movie and how to lose a guy in 10 days or something like that. Right. right. When she gets out of the cab or something. Um, but no, like I just, he seemed to have come so far in his growth and in his, um, I think they deserved a better
0: proposal. Yeah. And it just, like he didn't do it in
1: person. It, like, I, I gonna, guess that the say, heart a heart maybe was there, in but personal though. yeah.
0: I don't know um and she I she, agree she did support there.
1: his career the entire time like she watched all his games like she was very um much a fan of his so High
0: i can see jersey how they would have thought jersey if- all the time
1: <laughs> but i can see how that would have you know been like this coming to a head part of the story for them but i just didn't feel that way i just didn't get that when i read the the um proposal scene i was just like Feel really let down by this. Yeah, I, I,
0: I liked honestly.
1: Know. It needed more personal.
0: I liked the um, part of the. I believe this was towards the end when he surprises her by finally making the mantle. Yeah. And he made the he crafted the mantle out of.
1: Oh uh, yeah. Wood from see I love that
0: yeah like super personal her childhood posing on a teleprompter
1: to, to a screen yeah is not not. <laughs> It just, At all romantic and I felt like personal.
0: It, yeah, I feel like that's the one part of the book that just didn't really like fit. Right. It didn't yeah. really track with the rest of the story, and I honestly like, I liked. I don't know. I just like I like Travis and Georgie, the raw moments that they have together. Yeah. Like just the two of them, which
1: is kind of how I felt like the proposal should Should've have gone. been. Mm-hmm. Like. So Should've much been in the happened. She in the dugout. <laughs> he could have taken you. her back there. Could have taken her back there. Like, and, yeah, yeah. I, for sure. I mean, there are so many better ways than impersonal on a freaking teleprompter. I will say, though. Miles away from. Now, I know that she had, she was like not seeing him, right? Like, she was yeah. cooped up in her house. Like, I get that. But he could have said nice things about her on screen, then ran to her, and then proposed or something. It didn't yeah. have to be, I'm getting all this out. Well,
0: your sister has encouraged you to watch this show. Um, (sighs) kind of lost my turn. I'm so sorry. That's
1: okay. (laughs) (laughs) I had to keep going or I was going to lose the momentum. No, I get it. I get it.
0: Um, (laughs) yeah, maybe it'll come back to me. Um, (laughs) sorry. Yeah, no, it's okay. um, Oh, one thing we haven't brought up is the whole premise of them fake dating. Yeah. The fake dating relationship. And
1: I just want to know, is this something that people do in real life? Because it's such a common trope for romance, books, movies, everything.
0: And in fact, I was just telling you earlier. I literally don't
1: know anybody who's
0: ever fake dated, (laughs) like ever. No, me either. I mean, and like I was, we were talking earlier before, um, Recording this episode, the book that um, I'm currently reading right now is is the exact same trope, um, dating Dr. Dill, and so it's like this whole like ruse of a fake relationship that ultimately they're gonna actually fall for each other. Um, I love the idea and the premise. I love these storylines, but I just
1: again is that all fiction? Like how often does that actually happen?
0: Actually happens. I feel like if anything. It could be just, like, a one-time thing, like, oh, hey, I'm going to, um, you know, so like, my cousin's wedding or whatever, um, and to keep up appearances, like, will you come with me and be my plus one and, like, yeah. pretend that we're, like, seriously dating because I just can't take my family members yeah. being, like, oh, still single. Yeah, and They're I like, can no, see that no, for, like, an this event. This is my boyfriend that but- <laughs> we've been dating for, you know, a year and a half. yeah. But an actual, like, fake, a whole fake relationship, I just really don't think that happens in real life. Right. Real life. Okay,
1: so listeners, if uh, you are a person who got with your spouse... Or even if you didn't, if that never actually came to fruition, and you didn't actually marry somebody, but you did fake date somebody,
0: let us know. Let us know.
1: We're we're really dying to know how true this trope is. Yeah, and uh, prove us wrong. Like, (laughs) please, please do. I really want to know that this stuff happens because, like I said, I already really enjoy the books that have this as a a A theme. A theme, but yeah, I just want to know that it actually happens in real life,
0: and like. Again, <clears throat> excuse me because it's been like so long since I read this book, but what was the original reason for them starting up this whole fake relationship? It had to do with his reputation, right? His reputation and she to needed to be
1: taken seriously. Get that
0: commentator job.
1: Kind of what we talked about with um, like the sibling thing. Her Her family was not taking her seriously and she thought if she was dating somebody, maybe they would. So it could expand her business. It could just look really good for her. And yes, him, he was looking for a commentating job and like all the women had bets on like who could bed him? Right, all the women in the town.
0: Good old two bets.
1: <clears throat> Everybody wanted a piece of two bets. Everybody um, did. And so, so because they all wanted a piece of him, he was like, "How do I
0: get them?" I got to, I got to be tied down so they'll stop. Right, basically. exactly. So and so they, it takes a little bit of convincing, but they eventually do enter into yeah. this fake relationship. Yeah. That surprise, surprise, again, spoiler turns into a real, yep. a real relationship with real feelings involved. Um yeah. So I don't know. I think that overall, really solid read. Um I'm always going to recommend it. Oh, for sure. I'm always going to recommend Tessa Bailey and very much enjoy her books. And they're like they're very they're easy to read. They keep you engaged. Yep. Um the characters are quippy and there's always like some element of humor and substance substance. Humor yeah. And substance. there's depth there. There is depth there. And we're, um, you know, not, not all rom-coms or, you know, romance books have, um, necessarily that much depth, but, um, Tessa Bailey definitely does. And, um, yeah, I think that, um, I don't know, would you give this like a three pepper for the spice peppers, peppers, let's peppers talk jalapenos peppers. we haven't quite honed in what we're actually gonna use for yeah if it's like a spice five pepper system, system. <laughs> is that we're going five think, pepper system I going we'll with five being the max I'd yeah
1: probably put this at a three like it's not yeah, you know so. a nicholas sparks book where
0: everything's closed door right but
1: <laughs> it's also not like Okay, so I can't even use this as a reference because I've never read it, but I'm going to say Fifty Shades of Grey. I'm assuming yeah, I haven't read that that is just all sex, yeah. which I know that's not true, but that's my <laughs> assumption of it. Um, so, and I don't know if that's actually like a five, five pepper space, but I, don't I would know, say maybe three. This one fits a good three. Like yeah, there's a there's three. A f- there's quite a few um, romantic moments, encounters, and it leaves a lot to... Yeah. Um, the imagination, which I think that's a lot of fun. Mm. They're very bold and forthright with all of their conversations about, you know, vibrators and watching porn and like right. all that stuff. So for me, their ability to be able to talk about that adds to the space. Yeah,
0: because it's just it's, it's Cause just that's normal. Yeah. yeah, it's relatable. It's normal, yeah. and um, I think that you know, it it is completely okay. To be talked about too, um, but yeah, I think I agree. I think a solid three. Yeah, a solid three.
1: Three spice reading today on the Chiclet and Libations the... Chiclet and first Lybations. podcast.
0: Yeah, so I think we've you know we've been going for at least over an hour. So I think wow, that's amazing. Yeah, I guess the two of us are just long winded. It's <laughs> <sighs> a little bit, you know, when we get going, it's kind of hard yeah. to rain it back in. Um, that's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> when I let you let we lit <laughs> thats
1: my favorite. Do you smut, bro? <clears throat> when do, I, I let you let we lit Yeah, breath. yeah, we're talking some good stuff up in here. <laughs> and you know, um, some of the books that we read are going to be um, darker or um, wilder than this. Like, oh yeah, I wouldn't necessarily say this. While there were some
0: wild. I think it was sex scenes They weren't pretty, like wild Yeah I think that uh, See I It's like I feel like it's like One or two Notches above vanilla Yeah Would you say um, Yeah
1: Maybe 3.5 pepper star mm-hmm. Pepper stars They're pepper not stars. stars Just peppers Jalapenos <laughs> Jalapeño. Jalape- goose peppers
0: yeah, these books They're are really getting jalapeno
1: my business. Nope, jalapeno. that didn't work. It would have only worked if I had said it about you. Mm. Jalapeno business. That <laughs> and just like that, Tony's stopping making jokes.
0: <laughs> All right. I think we're I think we're gonna wrap up this first episode. Um I really hope y'all enjoyed listening. Yes. We certainly enjoyed chatting. Absolutely. Drinking and, and can't wait to do it again. I mean, clearly, I enjoy drinking. My glasses empty.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think I'm on number three over here. Yeah. Uh, are you the same? Or are we about tying
0: our drinks? Um, you know, we're we're about going neck and neck there. So you have a awesome. little bit of catching up to do. I do.
1: Um, so. you can get our recipe for Georgie's crush on our Instagram page. Mm-hmm. Please like follow, share, comment, all of that stuff. We, um, are in Please the baby do. steps of this podcast. So yes. your support means the world to us. Um, in actually getting this thing launched yes, and exactly. we promise
0: we'll have some new content coming your way soon. Yeah. And, um, I think next, next episode we're going to talk, Um, icebreaker. I think that's the one icebreaker by Hannah Grace. So give you a little bit of a preview if you want to like prepare and get the book ahead of time. Um, yeah. yeah. So, all right. Well, I think sensation. Yeah. Sensational. Not to be confused with sensational, which you never know. I haven't read it yet. Maybe you never know. (laughs) 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 All right. (laughs) We're going to sign off. Thanks y'all. Have a good night.